on today's Locked On Texans podcast. Texans return from the bye week, looking ahead to the Carolina Panthers game and how excited D'Amico Ryans is for the addition of Majay Sanders. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, 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 Texans fans, to this mm. Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To all of our first-time listeners and viewers out there, be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Texans podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. and thank you for stopping by. And to our returning listeners, thank you for lending your ear for another episode of the Locked On Texans podcast. I'm your Texans football analyst, John, some sports guy, Hickman. And of course, joining me as always is your credential media member, Sports Illustrated's own, one of the hardest working men in the media for Houston, Cody Davis. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase because this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Again, just download the app, create an account, use lock, uh, promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20, $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're looking at the Carolina Panther game this upcoming Sunday. Number one, taking on number two, the storyline surrounding that game, Bryce mm. Young versus CJ. D'Amico Ryans is excited for the signing of Maje Sanders. We'll talk about that and what does that actually mean for this D-line depth. When we kick off today's episode, looking at the Houston Texans returning back from their bye. Yes, sir. And on the Monday, the Houston Texans did return to practice at the Houston Methodist Training Center. And we had an opportunity to see which players returned back from injuries and which players did not return back from injury as of right now. Um, first and foremost, Monday, Laramie Tunsil and Robert Woods, they did not participate in practice, but I don't think that's something to be too concerned about because it seemed like that Monday was a veteran day for both of those guys. However, we did see the return of Tank Dale. Everybody knows that Tank Dale did miss the New Orleans Saints game a few couple weeks ago due to a concussion that he stayed that he sustained against the Atlanta Falcons. So it was a very good sight to see Tank Dale back out there on the field by the way this is also marks his second practice since he sustained that concussion because heading into the week where they played against the new orleans saints he was at practice during that friday but of course everybody knows right now if you get evaluated and it has been ruled that you have a concussion nine times out of ten you're not going to play the following week but Tank Dale, without a shadow of a doubt, will be back on the field for the Houston Texans this Sunday against the Carolina Panthers. However, going inside the Houston Methodist Training Center, there was one guy that I was looking for, and that guy was nowhere to be found. Juice Scrubs. As of right now, at the time of this recording, he is still on IR. So, John, I really don't know what that Getting means tough. for Getting Juice tough. Scrubs moving forward. For those of you guys who 
who probably don't remember or who or who don't know Juice Scrubs has been on IR ever since I believe midway through the preseason when he sustained a hamstring injury. So we have yet to see Juice Scrubs participate in any type of practice. Speaking of a hamstring injury, on Monday I had an opportunity to ask Coach D'Amico Ryan's about whether or not he could share an update or what's going on with Derek Stingley Jr. I wasn't surprised that I didn't see Derek Stingley. However, however, yesterday did make a full month to when he went down with a hamstring injury. He's been placed on IR. So this is what Coach D'Amico Ryan's had to say about the return of Tank Dale and giving the update of Derek Stingley Jr. and Juice Scrubs. Getting Tank back is big for us. Uh, Tank, has, as we all seen, he's made big-time plays every game that he's been out there. He's been consistent, a uh, guy that we can count on when we need a big play. So it's exciting to have Tank back, and uh, just thankful that he's healthy and he's back, uh, feeling better, and he's ready to roll. Yeah, with Stingley, I think his, his recovery process is going. He's on schedule. It's on plan. He's doing well. Uh, Juice, same way we'll see where those where he ends up over the next next uh, next week or so. Thank you, guys. When you look at Darius Stingley Jr. with Coach D'Amico Ryan saying that he is on schedule, um, I believe it was Aaron Wilson of KPRC. He was the first one to report that the earliest that Darius Stingley could possibly come back will be, I believe, either the Week 10 or Week 11 matchup, either against the Cincinnati Bengals or the Arizona Cardinals. So, it's good to know that Derek Stingley Jr. is on schedule as of right now. But, John, hearing that it's probably going to take another week or two before we see Juice Scrubs out there on the practice field, mm. it's starting to get a little bit concerning. And you know me. I'm not one that's that wants to rush Juice Scrubs out there because Jerry Patterson has done a really good job taking him as his team's starting center. However, you never want to see a player, especially a young player, um, miss miss so much time due to a due to an unfortunate injury yeah so glad tank deal is back the addition of tank deal i think that allows houston to get somebody out there outside of nico collins but somebody that can consistently create separation due to his ability to get open with his right running ability and that helps houston open up the playbook and i also think that helps houston uh continue to convert on third downs and so i'm glad tank is back out there uh to make sure that Houston has uh, their offensive playmaker and weapon out there on the field. In terms of Derek Stingley, great news to hear from Derek Stingley that there's not necessarily a setback, which how this team is ran, you're not going to know if there's a setback until you look, look up. And the timetable for Derek Stingley was about four to six weeks. You look up around that six-week mark and you're noticing that maybe, you know, maybe he's not out there. Mm-hmm. But – because of how, you know, they don't put a lot of information out. But to at least hear that that question wasn't dodged, they didn't talk around it, he's on schedule, which is good to hear because I think for Derek Stingley to get back around that six-week mark, which would put him at the Bengals or – Yeah, Bengals or Arizona Cardinals. Or Arizona Cardinal game, that's around those, you know, that, those two games. That could potentially be around a time Houston is, you know, can either make a real push to – Make a wild card, get their wild card spot or the playoff spot, and they're going to need their best players out on the field to do so. So that's good news. Uh, Juice Scruggs, and I, I think this is not necessarily the best of news because this is this. We're going to week seven now, week eight now, week eight, two 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 months into the season, and 
he I know it's a hamstring injury, not necessarily ideal for a hamstring injury turnaround. I thought he'd be back by week four or five, honestly. That was the original timetable. That was the original timetable. And so what makes this a little bit concerning is Houston has, you know, the offensive line troubles since the start of the season. And so you don't want you don't want Houston to be in the position where they got to continue to go outside of their team to bring somebody in to fill a position to fill a void. So I am looking at this as a depth issue concern, rather. Uh, I definitely want to see if Juice is not ready to start. You definitely want him to be available if and when something happens. And of course, I want to knock on wood. I'm going to say if something happens, not when something happens. So to hear that he's not back out on the field. Isn't the best of news, honestly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that Houston could use him for depth purposes, but I also think that getting him back could help Houston finally solidify the offensive line unit to a point where these are the for sure guys that we're putting out there, the best of the best that we have available to get the best out of our opportunities that we have out on the field, i.e., increasing the run blocking uh, opportunities for your running backs and of course the consistency in protecting their quarterback which by the way between the offensive lines that they put out on the field outside of the first two weeks of the season they've done a very good job of protecting cj stroud um, in terms of pass blocking so i am concerned with juice Krugs not being on the field and we having to wait another you know week or two mm-hmm. from uh, in terms of uh, coming from what D'Amico Ryans has said, love the news about Derek Stingley being on, on track and Tank Dale being back out on the field is also great news because C.J. Stroud gets a guy that he really loves. They get a, a playmaker that can open up the book, playbook. And going up against the Carolina Panthers with a you know, passing defense that isn't the best in the league, that could mean a big day for not only your Tank Dale, your wide receiver group, and him and Nico, but also for your quarterback and C.J. Stroud. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and, above all, for free. You add your job online to LinkedIn Jobs, then Add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And with simple tools like screening questions, uh, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to focus on the candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find candidate, candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And I also want to let you guys know about one of my favorite apps out there, and that is Prize Picks, the daily fantasy sports uh, app that is the biggest in North America, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy. It's just you against the numbers instead of batting, battling thousands of players, and uh, including pros and sharks. You can pick the more or less on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. So do you feel like looking at 
this upcoming game, C.J. Stroud is going to throw for more than or less than 200 yards. If so, you pick the more or less than. Same for Nico. Same for Tank Dale. This is probably the easiest way and the funnest way to get some extra po- money in your pockets. And then now with prize picks, you can win up to 25 times your money this football season. Again, by doing the power play, turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. It's really simple to play. You can make your entries in 30 seconds or less. So go to prospects.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first time deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prospects.com slash locked on NFL and use promo code locked on NFL for a first time deposit match up to $100. Welcome back, Locked On Texans listeners and viewers out there to this Tuesday's episode of the Locked On Texans podcast. The Texans went back to practice on Monday. Do not have practice on today, but getting an opportunity to practice for the first time since the bye week, they got an opportunity to get my Jay Sanders, the newly acquired off claims released from the Arizona Cardinals a couple of weeks ago, get him out on the field for the first time, hmm. this is a guy that Houston was a top 50 visit for Houston last year going into the draft. Was a guy that I thought Cody and I both thought made sense for Houston to bring in last year. But D'Amico Ryan's in his first year, getting a guy like that that he can use to add to his depth, he's excited. He's all smiles when talking about Majay Sanders. Yeah, adding Majay is a young, young pass rusher that we wanted to add. Uh, like giving him another another chance here to see what he can bring to our unit. Uh, his first day was out there today, so we'll see. You know, throughout the week, you know how Majay gets you know adjusted to what we do. But really like Majay coming out of uh, out of college and like that what he's done the past you know last year in Arizona. Thought he was effective in getting after the quarterback. So excited to add him to our team. My favorite thing about Coach D'Amico Ryan's answer to my question was the fact that he said that he really liked Majay coming out in last year's NFL draft. And, John, that lets me know that, one, Coach D'Amico Ryan definitely has his hands on this roster. But, two, and most importantly, he's getting a guy who he is very excited to work with, which means, as you and I have been saying a lot here, ever since D'Amico Ryan became the head coach of this organization, He's going to be a very good developmental coach for a guy like Manjay Sanders, who when you go back and you take a look at his rookie season in Arizona last year, 13 games, three sacks, 22 tackles, 17 pressures, 13 hurries. There's some potential there, however, due to a hand injury and due to some in-house turmoil that's going on with the Arizona Cardinals, he did fall out of rotation with that organization entering this season. But I'm excited about Majay Sanders, as I said last week when we talked about this talked about this signing. And it's good to know that the head coach is excited as well. And, John, I wanted to revisit this topic because it goes into what you and I talked about last week in terms of what Coach D'Amico Ryans want to improve on during the final 11 games of the season, especially considering that there's a possibility that this team could make a playoff push, and that is recording more sacks. This is a team 
they have recorded somewhere in the ballpark of 40 to 45 pressures, but they have only came away with nine sacks. They are ranked at the bottom of the league. And all you have to do is go back and take a look at the game against the New Orleans Saints, where they was able to create 23 pressures on Derek Carr, but unfortunately they came away with two sacks. One by John Gennard and one by Malik Collins. And as you and I said last week, Will Anderson probably left about a good two to three out there on the field. But knowing D'Amico Ryan's swarm mentality and how much every almost every single player on that defensive on that defensive front embodies that philosophy, I think. Maje Sanders is a big addition to this team. I'm not about to go as far as say that we're going to see him for this upcoming game against the Carolina Panthers because not only does he got to get accustomed to the playbook and get accustomed to what the Houston Texans like to run, he's still trying to get himself into game shape. He's still trying to work his way back from the hand injury he sustained during training camp. But I say give it to maybe two weeks, and we're definitely going to see Maje Sanders, I would say, possibly make his debut against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I think that can be a very good game. Well, you're definitely going to need him because I think by not by then, Joe Burrow will probably find his way back into the groove. But I really do love the signing of Jay Sanders. And, John, it goes perfect to what you said last week. Jay Sanders is just going to add more depth to that defensive front, and that's just going to allow the Houston Texans defense to create more disruption for the opposing team. Yeah, and I think it just gives, it gives him a, a defensive player – that they can add to that D-line, um, that can bring some versatility. I don't look to mm. Manje to be the guy that you want to go out there and he's, you know, getting a bunch of run stops. And, and that would be great, honestly. But this is a team that with all of the event, advanced stats, the pressures, the the the, the whole nine, we, we noticed the numbers and Cody just gave you the numbers. For them not to be able to be a top 10 team in terms of getting sacks right now, I think that does bother not only D'Amico Ryans, but Nick Casario. And I think that's why this signing was important. Manje is not a guy that I think will go out there and just cause a wreck. No. Mm-hmm. But I like Manje on, on, on situations where it's 39, 38, 30 long, and you have your quarterback that's going to have to beat the coverage. And you give your defensive line, because the coverage has been there for Houston. Not as consistently as we want them to be, but with Derek Singley coming back in a couple of weeks, we'll see that tune up. But the coverage has been there at times for Houston this year, and I think Manjay Sanders is a guy that benefits from getting those coverage sacks, right? The coverage is so good, you're able to get some guys out there that athletically can just win some of these one-on-ones in certain situations. So that's what I'm excited for. Not looking to see him go out there, and I look up and I see – four run stops, you know, for negative hmm. yards. No, but if Maje can go out there at the end of the year and give this Houston team two sacks in this time, three sacks in this time, I think that's a win, getting them halfway through the season from another team, didn't have an opportunity to go through your program. But if he's doing that, then I'm expecting some of the other guys to have stepped up and get some of those numbers. And so I think this team wants to have more sacks. They They definitely do. And the advanced numbers are great to hear, but at the end of the day, if you're not putting the quarterback down to the ground, if you're not g- converting on those advanced numbers and getting those sacks, 
then a lot of that can go out the window if the results is not there. And for Houston, they haven't been there. This is a good sign for Houston. And I think at the end of the year, we could be looking at Marjay as a guy that has had a monumental minimum impact for what he's able to do on a D-line. Like on Texans fans, listen. Hey, man, listen. Come on. Come here, listen. The wintertime is coming up. That means you got the NFL. That means you got the NBA. That means you got Christmas events. Hmm. That means you got concerts. This is the most wonderful time of the year. And don't miss that wonderful time by getting any of your tickets late or spending money you shouldn't be spending. You shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets to your next big events. You just need to go ahead and buy it with game time which is the fastest and easiest way to buy all of your tickets for sports, music, comedy, theater events near you and with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices. And my favorite <clears throat> my favorite uh, setting, my, my favorite feature, views from your seat. You get the best game time price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Super simple, super easy. And right now, Get $20 off your first purchase. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. If you haven't done it so already, which is crazy because we've been telling you guys for a long time now, download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, and get $20 off your first purchase. Game Time with the Locked On, with the promo code Locked On NFL today. Welcome back in Locked On Texans listeners and viewers. Before we close out today's show, looking ahead to the Carolina Panthers, that's going to be the talk of the week, honestly. I know the Panthers are sitting at 0-6 and haven't had the best of seasons. Uh, while you look at Houston and a lot of people expected for the Arizona Cardinals to have a top three pick because of how bad people projected the Houston Texans to be. Mm. But Houston versus Carolina, number one versus number two and three. The top three picks will be featured in this NFL game. And I think the comment that we mentioned on Monday's show for the YouTube comments, don't take this team as a trap game or, you know, a setup. And, and I thought that was very, very good. This should be a game that the Houston Texans, I think, should have had scheduled on their, on their roster. Uh, this is a game that I think – Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud should have scheduled on their roster. This is a big-time game for Houston. And I think looking ahead to the Panthers, this is probably the perfect coming-out party for not only C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Uh, their, their tackles are, are not good. I remember remember when uh, Texans fans won Iki Kwanu. And no. I wish I can go back and find that those comments. I don't oh, think yeah. that was Texans fans. No. That was, one that was not. This was last year, right? This was last year. Dude, I don't, don't know too many. Sexy Marco, one of the Texans fans. If you remember that that clip I put out there, he wanted Iki Kwanu. I ran across a lot of Texans fans that wanted Iki Kwanu. Uh, I, I know national media kept saying Kwanu was going to come to Houston. I was like, and that why? was ridiculous. Then what and I'm getting like, at is, this is why we are your team every day. <laughs> We would have told y'all that he was coming, but it was never a chance. And Nikki Kwanu is not necessarily 
uh, one of the better tackles in the NFL right now. He's struggling this season coming off mm-hmm. rookie's year while I thought he struggled and didn't necessarily take any steps this year to this point. This is a perfect game for the motor of Will Anderson on both mm-hmm. sides of the ball. So, you know, we're going to continue to critique how he gets after the quarterback, and I've said on this show before that I think he needs to add a more polished pass rush move to his repertoire. But that motor that he has and that speed and how he attacks, this is the perfect game for Will Anderson to wreck it. So I can see him walking out this game with two sacks, along with the quarterback hits and the pressures and the hurries and everything that he's brought to the game so far. And with this pass rush mm-hmm. being as weak as it's been, this secondary for the Carolina Panthers being as weak as it has been, I think this is a breakout game for C.J. Stroud. I can see C.J. going out there and tossing three touchdowns, four touchdowns against the Carolina Panthers. You know, it's funny that you mentioned you could see this being a breakout game for Will Anderson Jr., for him to go out there and get like two sacks. That means he will have to tackle and sack Bryce Young, his former teammate, his former Alabama teammate. And I only bring that up because I remember doing training camp when Will Anderson had one of his best days. I believe if he had an opportunity to tackle C.J. Stroud, he would have came away with like two or three sacks. That was like his coming out game, his coming out practice during training camp. And I remember we was talking to him in the in the, in the um, tent, and he said that the only reason why he did not tackle C.J. is because Nick Saban trained in his mind, do not tackle do not sack the quarterback during practice hmm. and i do wonder if he's going to hear those same words on sunday and we'll be sitting here again saying man we'll understand you you left about two or three sacks out there but no 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 i'm just playing i just thought that was funny because that was something that he was laughing about um during training camp but um john i just hope that the texans do not take this team lightly uh because the texans themselves there's a handful of guys in this locker room knows how it is to go up against a team that is quote unquote hot. And a lot of people are expecting you to get blown out. Um, but it also goes back to what you and I talked about on yesterday. They cannot get complacent complacent with the success that they have experienced so far yeah. this season. And then look, it, it makes sense because even though we are throwing out the possibility of them making the playoff push. We're loving what we're seeing out of CJ and Nico Collins and Will and what we've seen out the coaching staff and, and Nick Casario and all this other stuff. At the end of the day, they're still three and three, which lets you know we're this excited about a team that's <laughs> just at 500. That's how bad things been here in the city of Houston. However, like I mentioned on yesterday's show, the one thing that I love the most about what Nick Casario and Coach D'Amico Ryans had to say is the fact that they is just going to take this the rest of the season, one game at a time, and right now they're one hundred percent focused on the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, their defense is a really good unit. I think it starts up front with Brown and and Burns. You know, you want to play good defense it starts up front. They have two good players up front, and uh, they bring it every snap. You know, really talented players starts. You know, on the edge for sure with Burns. We have to uh, make sure we have 
eyes on him and get him handled because he can wreck a game. So uh, starts up front with those guys in the back end. They play sound coverage. All right, guys fly around at the linebacker position. So it's a really good defense we're going to. John, you opened up this segment talking about, you know, how that this can be a game for Will Anderson to break out. And, you know, on the Carolina Panthers side, I'm pretty sure they were talking about how important it is for their offensive line to protect Bryce Young. However, I think we can have this same conversation here in the city of Houston, when you're talking about, you know, not being complacent, you know, sticking to what works this offensive line, especially considering that they're probably going to have Titus Howard lined up at left guard once again, along with George Fan, who is probably on the verge of having himself a career year. That offensive line, they got to stay consistent and yeah. they got to continue to do what they've been doing, you know, ever since week three. And that is protect CJ. You protect CJ, then CJ have an opportunity to go through his read, find his wide receivers. He has an opportunity to find his wide receivers. That means that they're going to score some points. And as of right now, the Carolina Panthers are giving up an average of 31 points per game. And we have seen there has been moments where this offense can get hot. And once it get hot, they are capable of scoring 31 or possibly more points. Yeah, that's a possibility Sunday. <clears throat> that's a real possibility Sunday. And that's why I think this is an opportunity for C.J. Stroud to go crazy. And I didn't mean a weak pass rush early. I definitely meant the work, a weak pass coverage. Yeah, yeah. When I look at the uh, Carolina Panthers defense. Uh, but it's going to be the same results as the Texans versus Saints game. I think Houston's going to pull away with this. We're going to continue to cover this game throughout the week. Thank you all for checking out today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Locked on Texans podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter slash X at Locked On Texans. Give me a follow as well at John underscore Hickman 12. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.